every single person has a message that the world needs to hear. Essentially, if you create enough value for people, you can sell anything. I'm Aaron Schlein, and I'm here to help you turn your love of travel into a thriving business and a dream life. This is Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Oh, my friend, it's Aaron, and you have landed on Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Podcasting, my friend, lets you use the power of your unique voice to share your message and change people's lives, all while expanding your influence and growing your business. My free podcasting mini course has everything you need to start your journey and start it in the right direction. Just head over to Dramatic podcasting.com. Check out my free mini course. That's dramaticpodcasting.com. All right, off we go with today's guest. He is a leading expert in building an email list, and he helps travel entrepreneurs build email lists using a technique that he calls the One Day Summit Formula. He's joining us from Puerto Rico. His name is Dr. Mark Wade. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Mark. Aaron, I am stoked to be here. Can't wait to provide some value and hopefully some great insight to your audience. Uh, I got no doubt at all that that's going to happen. Let's just get your bio here real quick. Dr. Mark has two, count them, two doctorates. Uh, He went from a brick and mortar clinic to a multi-million dollar online education business with his brand hustleandscale.com. Uh, Dr. Mark helps entrepreneurs scale their side hustles, again, with that technique we call the One Day Summit Formula. Dr. Mark also created a top-ranked podcast, a sold-out mastermind for entrepreneurs, and the Virtual Summits software company. Dr. Mark, welcome, my friend. This is Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a bit of a mouthful there. It's been a little bit of a journey, but I, I've enjoyed every second along the way and I've acquired some success and definitely some failures. Well, good, man. There's always tons to learn from failures. Really stoked to have you here. Let's talk about, let's first, let's talk about that area of expertise. Can you just define for us as clearly as you can, what is your area of expertise and how did you acquire it? Yeah, I, I help. My area of expertise is building platforms to get your message in the correct audience's ears in order to build your influence and brand. Um, how I built that or how I acquired that was over over many years of doing this on my own um, and, and being in the same seat as everybody else. I have a message. We all have a message. We all have an idea. The struggle, the challenge we face is how do we help other people hear about that message or challenge. We all want to change the world. And and I, I truly, truly believe the world could be so much better place if more of those messages were falling into the correct people's ears. But the only way to do that is to have a platform. When did you decide that, was there a defining moment that when you decided to build a platform? Well, I wouldn't say there was a, a moment I decided to build a platform. I think my journey was as much like most, uh, you know, I had a brick and mortar business. I had a clinic and the, the clinic was successful, but I knew, uh, my dream, my goal was to build a legacy and I wanted to help as many people as possible. And I knew if, you know, I wouldn't be able to help enough people just doing it by myself in my clinic. And so I, I, I started to find out, you know, about online, uh, online business and how you can uh, get your message out to millions. And that's when I started looking into that opportunity. And just like 
many people, when I first started, I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, they, they don't exactly teach that in your doctorate program, online business. So, um, uh, yeah, it was about figuring out how to get my message out. And I, just like most people, I was, you know, doing lead magnets. I had an ebook, I had a webinar, you know, and, and I still remember, you know, trying to do my first webinar. I've got a, I've got a picture of it actually, where there's my little setup on my little desk and I was all excited. Um, I actually, I describe this kind of like dating, like webinars, right? It's when you're you're so excited. You got a hot date. You cannot wait to go on this with a super awesome person. And you get all dressed up. You look all nice. And you show up all ready to deliver. And the person doesn't show up. That's a webinar for you, right? Like what's what's the show up rate on a webinar? Now, worse than that is kind of like a lead magnet, right? I, I described that back when we, you know, you used to go to the club and you, you'd ask for a person's phone number and they'd give you their phone number only to find out it was the wrong number, right? That's kind of what lead magnets are. You just get the wrong email. So I realized the best way to get my message across is twofold. One, I need to solve people's problems and I need to build a platform. So that's uh, essentially that happened over time where I realized what I was doing was actually building that successfully because when you're in the moment, you know, as well as I do, you don't actually realize you're you're building something successful until it's over and done and you can look back in hindsight. You mentioned something that you don't often hear people talk about openly and that's leaving a legacy because somehow some people might view that as being narcissistic, that somehow you've got to make an impact and leave something behind when you die. And you're, I appreciate you're very open and honest about your desire to leave a legacy. In fact, there's a quote on your website that I pulled. It says, I realized that if I died tomorrow, the world would continue as normal and I would eventually be forgotten. So you set out to leave a legacy. You started building this online platform. And tell me about how this platform that you built can be used really by anyone, but specifically by my audience who are trying to build personal brand businesses around their love of travel. How can they use your personal platform to grow and scale their businesses? Well, and honestly, they they need to they wouldn't use my platform. They'd need to build their own platform. And the way we would do that is threefold. You need to one solve a problem, two build the platform, and then three connect with your audience. Today, you kind of. You know, for me, it's like nails on a chalkboard. I hear everybody talking about funnels and the problem is nobody really knows what a funnel is and a funnel really isn't even a real thing. It's just, it, it's just, it's more of a system or a process, but we're also focused on funnels that we're losing the most important aspect of this. And uh, also like for me, I look at funnels and all I see is a bunch of leaky buckets. So I'd rather build a platform that I can scale. And so the reason I say that the way you build your platform is it goes back to that first point. You got to solve a problem. So many of us are busy focusing on things like, you know, the three secrets or like, how can I improve my conversion by changing the color of this or that, or I got to make my, my pitch sound better instead of going back to what really matters. Like our, our, you know, customers, our ideal audience, those are people, they're human beings and they have problems. If we can solve those problems with whatever your message is, like, you know, the people that you're serving, they have problems. And if you can solve those problems, you know, let's take it real specific. We're, we're talking like travel bloggers. They're probably helping people like me who, when I'm getting ready to plan my trip back over to Italy and I want to go look at a, a new city or town that I've never been to, like, I don't want to waste my precious time going to the wrong place or eating at the wrong restaurant. I want somebody to solve my problem and make it super easy for me to know where to go, 
what to eat. Now, if you solve my problem, we are well on our way to building a relationship. So I think if we actually just got back to focusing on what our audience truly wants and needs, we would be able to build a, a platform much quicker than, than we think. And the other point that I always like to p- point out is quit worrying about how big or the size of your list that really is the wrong thing to be worrying or focusing on. The most important thing to focus on is how engaged and what is the quality of your list. I always look back. I made my first $136,000 in one week off of a list of 900 people but it was a highly engaged list. So I think if we focused more on those two things, Aaron, we would be we would be doing so much better at 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 building successful businesses which ultimately and more importantly are going to be helping more people, getting our messages and then and then ultimately making the world a better place. Well, two things that you just talked about that that really feels like they are highly correlated is you talked about the solving specific problems. And you got into some spe- uh, a specific example of problems you can solve. And then you related that back to audience engagement. The more specific you can be in your problems and the more specific and targeted the audience who has that problem, the more engaged your audience and that email list will be. Would you describe that as true? Oh, absolutely. 100%. The problem we're doing is we're trying to do too much to try and build a big list. We've heard too often and from too many people that the money's in the list. And I'm not disagreeing with that, but we're also seeing, you know, there's no money in a list that has a 1% or a 5% open rate. You know, we need an engaged audience. And the only way to do that is to be solving their problems and talking to them Uh, directly. I think too often we're trying to be everything to everyone. And then in the end, we become no one to everyone, if that makes sense. We need to focus more, think on the one person, talk and help that one person. And eventually you'll be helping millions. Let's talk about the evolution uh, of your business a bit, because you started out in your story trying to solve a problem for for yourself. You started out trying to solve one problem and then you evolved, you grew this, this system that eventually turned into hustle and scale that you realized, you know, the system that I created and, you know, sort of iterated over time can be replicated and applied to, you know, virtually endless different scenarios and different types of businesses. Can you tell me about that, that evolution and how you recognize that you were really on to something? Absolutely. Yeah. So as I mentioned, I started out in a brick and mortar practice. Uh, I then moved into the online uh, education space with the American Posture Institute, which is the world's largest provider of postgraduate online posture education. Um, And so that instantly became one of the top platforms in the world, which became a multi-million dollar business. Um, When I was looking back at how I built that business, there was one thing, of course, I just like all entrepreneurs and all businesses, I have multiple facets to my business. But the one thing that resonated true, the one thing that gave me the most success, if you look at that kind of 80-20 rule, was these one-day summits and virtual summits. Now, I love virtual summits or traditional summits, but the easiest thing to do is is a one-day summit. And what's really interesting, Aaron, is I don't see a whole lot of people doing those right now. There are people, there are people that are doing them, and the ones that are, are getting a lot of success out of it. But essentially, what I what I noticed that I was doing with that is I was taking very specifically a problem, and I was doing essentially a one-day kind of workshop or an accelerator, an intensive, and I was solving a 
problem in one day for my audience. Now, if I needed to build an audience, I would do it kind of as a free, a free event. Uh, and of course, this is all virtual. Um, so I would do this free virtual one day summit and I would grow my list. Now, if I needed to launch a new platform or a new product, so back with the American Posture Institute, I, you know, we have multiple certifications, we have a lot of courses, we have products, and anytime I had a new product that wanted to come out, if I wanted to warm up my list and and really get them excited about it before it would happen, I saw that I was always doing a one-day summit. And then there'd be times where I just wanted or needed to do an increase in income in order to benefit, you know, you know, we had to, to cover some costs here or to, to meet to meet the goals. We were always doing a one day summit because we could do the most important thing, which is solve a problem and provide value. Now, we could do that with speakers, which always helped because it would increase expert leverage, authority and influence. But very often we would do it even without speakers, which made it super easy to do. You know, we could have that done and ready to go in in less than 30 days. Now to progress even forward with that, you know, I was running these by myself at the beginning. And one of the things they do not teach you in med school is how to work with WordPress and tech and, you know, all of the things that go into it. And so I kind of hand had to hand make my first summits and one day summits. And, it, you know, it looked like a 13 year old built that. No offense to any of the 13 year olds out there look, listening. They probably do much better work than I did when I was putting it together. But essentially, it got it, it was very difficult. It would take me a lot of time to do, but they were too powerful and too beneficial to, to not do. So eventually, I set out on a, a separate journey with that still going um, to build a software because there was no software specifically for hosting these one-day summits or traditional summits. And that's where the Virtual Summit software was born, which is a SaaS company uh, that allows you essentially to set up and run a one-day summit or a traditional summit in less than 30 minutes, which is unheard of. Anybody, Any of the listeners out there that have ever even participated on a summit recognize that that is almost impossible or it's not almost, it is impossible to do. And so this software solved a big problem, which opened up the doors for a lot more entrepreneurs or side hustlers, which is where my hustle and scale brand comes from. I help side hustlers and what I call six and seven figure scalers scale their businesses using this technique called the one day summit formula. And so with that software, I had so many more people that wanted to do these summits and they were coming to me for that expertise. And I, I had this, um, kind of this high level, uh, entrepreneur mastermind that I had started years ago, just to kind of continue to evolve my knowledge and as well as to associate with people like, you know, Lewis Howes, Pat Flynn, Jeff Walker, and John, John Lee Dumas, all, all people who have been a part of this mastermind. I started having more people asking about how to do that. And that's where the hustle and scale brand came is now with that brand, I am helping entrepreneurs essentially get their message out on build an engaged audience and become influencers in their niche and industry. Well, and that's so vital in in the travel space and the personal brand travel space, because I have a fairly sizable network of travel bloggers and content creators, but there seems to be this very common theme is that people rely too much on their content and just these very, very limited scope ideas for monetization. You know, maybe one day I'll sell ads or maybe I'll have a big enough following where I can, I can lead a tour or write a book, but the thinking rarely extends beyond that with a few, very few exceptions who people have really taken it to a high level and turned it into a legitimate money-making uh, you know, profitable business. But a lot of people, even bloggers who you would 
you know, in air quotes, they are successful and that they're highly visible, you'd be surprised at how little money they actually earn because there's all this money left on the table because just a variety of reasons. So using your, your, your hustle and scale and the virtual summit specifically, let's walk through an example of how a, a travel blogger can use that one day summit formula to, to scale their business and grow their audience. Absolutely. So I'm in less than two minutes here. I'm going to, I'm going to map out exactly what I do when I run a one day summit and how I monetize on it. Because one of the most miscon biggest misconceptions and, and probably biggest errors is people assume that the one day summit is like a launch that they're going to make a bunch of money off the summit. And that is absolutely not the point of a one day summit. You will make money on it. But the point of a one day summit is to build an audience that you're solving their problem. Be, and now they're engaged, which means they'll now buy anything that you want to offer them. Okay. So it is your list builder. It's your, your audience engager. It's not the money maker, but let's go through it. So you're going to run your one day summit. It takes about 30 days to set one up. It has anywhere from five to 15 speakers. If you're going to use speakers, 10 is the sweet spot. It's run virtually of course, and it's one day. Now on that one day summit, people can upgrade to get access to it after it ends, as well as you can offer other things on that, on that summit. Now, after it ends, though, so the way we do this is we pick our number one problem that our audience has, okay? And that's what we're going to build that one-day summit around is solving that problem. So you can now bring specific experts that can solve that problem, or you can do it all yourself. And then addition, at this point, after the summit ends, what happens is the one-day summit's really good for creating interest and engagement and motivation to solve the problem, but it doesn't always solve, it doesn't always allow the audience to specifically solve it. They want a single step-by-step -step solution. So the next step, this is what I call the hustle funnel framework, goes into the monetization step. So 10 days after that, we offer them an info or a digital product, like a course or a package of some sort. And this is a, a short thing, a 30-minute to one to two hour course with a single step-by-step -step solution to that same original problem. And then I'll give you an exact, a real life example of this as soon as I get through this. But then the next step, typically two to three weeks after that, that's when we launch what I call the maximization step or stage. That's a high ticket offer. Now this could be like a live event. It could be a mastermind. It could be coaching, or it can just be a transformation. So for me and my original American Posture Institute business, that's a certification. So I'm providing a transformation for my, for my audience by giving them a, a certification that allows them, for example, like certified posture expert before they're just a practitioner afterwards, they are an expert. And then the last step in the monetization kind of schedule here is going to be the multiply step. And that's our membership. So you can't scale a business if you don't have reoccurring revenue. And that only comes from memberships. So at that point, we would then launch our membership. So very specific example here. Uh, I ran, it's called uh, in the American Posture Institute, I ran a summit um, about three months ago now at this point called the Virtual Neurology Summit. That summit, and keep in mind, I'm with healthcare professionals, so it's a very niche uh, industry. So if I can do this, essentially anybody can do this. But uh, we had about 3,000 people sign up for that one-day summit. Uh, the summit made about $28,000, which is a good amount, but you know, it's not, I'm not going to be rich off of that or live off of that for long. But then the next step, the monetization step where we offered the single course did 
And then the high ticket offer did $102,000. And then the membership added $4,700 something in reoccurring revenue. So overall, that one-day summit with that whole process did over $200,000. But it did it by following this kind of like human buyer mentality, the, the psychology of what us as humans need and want to build that know, like, and trust and be comfortable with buying. Too many people go from here's my blog to now buy something from me, but we've never actually solved anybody's problem. So there's a big disconnect there that we have to solve if we want to be able to build a, a successful business. So again, using travel blogger as, as an example, and your audience, I, f- I feel like there's a clear divide between when your audience are entrepreneurs trying to grow their business who are looking to invest in a course or a program to help them grow their business. But I'd say a travel blogger, your audience is travel consumers. And they're really just looking for information for the most part from someone that they know, like, and trust. So how can someone whose audience is truly just travel consumers, how, how can they use the, this system to, to their advantage as well? Absolutely. So first off, you have to know who your audience is. You have to know about your audience. So what are their problems? So, you know, if a tra- like a travel blogger or excuse me, the audience of a travel blogger, they're going to have more problems than, for example, like, where do I go and what do I do? They're going to have, there's all kinds of other things. So with any business, it's about how creative can I get and how many problems can I solve? So first thing could be potentially just to inspire someone to start looking at travel blogging. And so I'm just coming up with some kind of creative ideas. I'm in full transparency. I am not super familiar with the travel blogging space in the sense of what other options or creative options there are to monetize. Obviously, I know we could sell. Essentially, if you create enough value for for people, you can sell anything. So what we would want to do first is creating that awareness or that exposure. Maybe that at the beginning is just that they should be traveling. Okay. Like maybe we're setting up different areas, like the top places to go travel. Maybe it is, you know, the top places under these budgets to travel. Now, of course, with a one day summit, we're going to be increasing that interest or desire to go do that, which is why we're not looking at that as a monetization stage. We're looking at that as to increase the uh, the the awareness and excitement to go do the traveling. So the next step in that, something we could sell, for example, uh, people, uh, I think a lot of times undervalue the, the, the importance of, of their knowledge and their information. So you could put together, when I said an info product, you know, I was referring to courses, but it could be, a, for example, an audio guide. It could be a, a map with highlighted things. And the, the price points on these are going to vary per industry. So that m- I was using an example in a, a healthcare professional industry, which is going to have much higher price points than, for example, if I was talking to the general consumer industry. So, you know, the price points may vary here, but we could come up with something that's going to solve that single problem. So if the problem is, you know, how do I map out my, you know, my trip and through Europe and I have two weeks to do it, that that information that you provide is valuable. So we want to give away good information, but when you simplify it, most people what we ultimately want when our problems are being solved is we want simplicity and convenience. That's what we want. 
So the more simple you can make something and the more convenient you can make it for me, the more likely or willing I am to pay you for that. So when you're thinking about who your your target audience is and, and what their problems are, think about how you can simplify their lives during you know that traveling, during those experiences, and make it more convenient for them. And do not be afraid to charge people for it. Some of the biggest influencers that we all look up to and respect, the reason they're influencers is because they decided to put a higher price tag on a valuable resource. Many of us have valuable resources. Just don't undervalue the price on it as well. That, that's beautifully said. Uh, have you ever, or do you know of any examples within the virtual format structure of bringing in uh, people with, with whom you have an affiliate relationship with, where it's essentially an opportunity for them to promote their products or services to your audience, and then the monetization comes from the affiliate relationship? Well, absolutely. You, I mean, we never want to turn down opportunities to monetize. So if we have affiliate options, that would be extremely beneficial. Obviously, we're always looking for areas that correlate in things that we believe in. And I think your audience obviously knows that. Um, so what I would be looking for, if we're talking about the one day summit, we're going to be looking more like sponsors are a good way to monetize that. If we're looking at past the one day summit and then when we're already into the monetization stage, again, once it, it may sound like a broken record here, but this is the area most people just, they don't get it right, unfortunately, is the more specific that problem is, it clarifies everything. The, cl- the more clarity we have, the more opportunities we have to solve, or like to help our audience which in that what I mean by that is to make money. So when we find those areas that our audience needs their problem solved, I don't have to be the expert at this. I can find other people that have their expertise. And as you just said, create affiliate relations. Now I use that more often in the multiply step, which is the membership. So, you know, as we progress through that monetization, kind of the hustle funnel framework, what I would typically do at this membership area is I, I identify 12 areas of either ongoing success or ongoing challenges my audience is going to have. So keep in mind, I've already solved their single problem with that info product, like a single top problem. And then the next step was giving them a transformation. So maybe for your audience, the transformation is I can go travel. Like I can do this. Like I am going to be a traveler or maybe it's, I'm going to take three months off and go travel Europe. So we've given them a transformation. We've helped them see that they can do it. Now, of course, your audience, like their lives don't stop there, right? They have other areas that they need to be successful or challenges that they need to overcome. But you don't have to be the one that gives them all the answers. You've positioned yourself as the place they want to go to for the answers. So what I do in my membership is when I identify those 12 steps or 12 areas, those become 12 monthly themes. And then I find experts that can solve that information or solve that either that challenge or provide that success resource. And I bring them into my platform, into my audience. So this creates a win-win because most influencers, most people in the world, right, are, you know, when we're talking in the online entrepreneur space or the, you know, make money online space are looking for opportunities to be on other people's platforms. So when you bring them into it, they're solving the problem for your audience. They're also getting access to your audience. And then you can provide additional resources either from that expert or built out yourself. 
but that's where you open this kind of affiliate opportunity and relationship as well. So that's a really good point you brought bring there. And that means that's how you can continue to make that reoccurring revenue, not only from them paying you monthly to be a part of the membership, but you increase what we call like lifetime value of the customer by bringing in other opportunities and you don't have to be the one that creates it. So it saves you a little bit of time and energy as, as well. Yeah. And that recur- recurring inter- or recurring revenue, excuse me, is you know, it's important in, in virtually every job you do, but especially if you want to be in that travel space where you want to be and need to be on the road in order to cr- keep creating that content, you really need to have that that location independence and that generating that recurring revenue is absolutely critical if you're ever want to get out of you know the nine to five and become a full time travel entrepreneur. Now, Mark, you've, you've really spun my head around multiple times with the value you've dropped here in just this thirty short minutes, and I hope my friends out there in podcast land feel the same way. So, Doctor Mark, hustleandscale.com. That's that's the place to go to learn more about all this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You got hustleandscale.com. I also anybody that is interested in in doing a one-day summit, I have a free resource called the One Day Summit Formula Starter Guide, uh, which I'll give you the 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 link to that, Aaron. You can provide to them in the show notes, which essentially helps them it, you know build out their own one day summit, gives them worksheets where they can can write it out. One other little piece of information I'd also say, like, you know, I'm just wrapping my head around you know, the best way people could do this. And, you know, I don't know necessarily in, in the travel blogging space, Aaron, if there's kind of a, a an automatic or a good collaboration mindset or people are kind of like, you know, every man for themselves. But I wouldn't be opposed to reaching out to other travel bloggers that complement like what you're doing, maybe not doing the exact same thing to you, but like if your area is, you know, Europe and somebody else has got Asia right now, I mean, obviously this could change, but don't be afraid to bring together a group of people, for example, for a one day summit and provide this massive amount of value. Because if you're the host, and this is kind of like what I try and help um, entrepreneurs is, is break out of that like scarcity mindset. When you're the host of this one-day summit, it's your platform, right? So everybody that's opting in, it becomes your follower, becomes your audience. So don't be afraid to reach out and create collaborations with other people, even in your same space, to create a bigger amount of value, which will attract more audience. It also, you'd be surprised at how many people that are in your same space can actually, you both can provide benefits to each other if we kind of got past that um you know, every man for themselves kind of mindset. So that's just something I thought up. Hopefully that's relevant to some of your audience. Well, it's totally relevant. And I regularly tout the importance of community and that abundance mindset that there, there's an endless supply of value to offer and that there's enough room in the space for everyone provided you're offering value. And I feel we should all be supporting each other as entrepreneurs and specifically as travel entrepreneurs. Just one story you made me think of, uh, just thinking about how even some of the brightest people in the world can't escape that scarcity mindset. A guy I used to work with, one of the seriously one of the most intelligent men I've ever met in my whole life. Him and his wife had triplets, and he had these stories that he he used to tell about the first few years of raising triplets, and just hilarious stories about you know getting no sleep and how challenging it was. And he said, you know, I want to write a book about this. But I decided not to because I searched on Amazon and there was already some other dad who had written a, written a book about raising triplets. So it's done. And I'm like, are you crazy? I was like, that, that's proof of concept. That's not, that's not 
the one and only book. This is a, this will be in your voice. And no matter what I said, I just couldn't convince him that there's room for two books on the shelf of Amazon about raising triplets. And but it just shows that 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 scarcity mindset's hard to to break out of. Yeah, that's that is an incredible story. Yeah. So guys. You've heard it right here from me. You've heard it from Aaron. You guys have value. The world needs you. I truly believe every single person has a message that the world needs to hear. All you need is a platform to get that message out there. And then together, if we're all building each other up and we're all helping and we're all serving our communities and our audience to the best of our ability, we're not only going to each individually leave a legacy, which is very important to me personally, but we're going to make the world a better place. So I'm super thankful for being on here with you, Aaron. And I'm super thankful for your audience out there creating information and stories for people like me. I am an avid traveler, so I probably follow many of your audience. Um, so I thank you for that as well. All right. So Dr. Mark, before we say goodbye here, I just got two last kind of parting questions. First one is Mark, who has had the biggest positive impact on your business besides yourself? Well, that's definitely going to be, um, in the American posture Institute is going to be my co-founder. She's, uh, she is a genius. She has just as many doctorates and more certifications than I do. So if you can imagine, uh, between the two of us, we're considered the most certified posture experts on the planet. Um, and she's also just an inspiration that she's one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my life, uh, in all areas of her life, both education, professional and personal, uh, development. So she's, she's, made a lasting impact on me. She's always pushing me to be better. And her name is Dr. Krista Burns. Uh, she's also a uh, international fitness competitor champion. If anybody's interested in that, you can look her up on social. Yep. Uh, and I appreciate you sharing that because none of us, no entrepreneurs, no entrepreneur does it alone. There's always people, there's always inspirations. There's always people supporting, supporting you. And I love giving folks the opportunity to recognize the people in their lives who have, have had positive impact. Uh, and finally, Mark, just to, I am a huge proponent of investing in yourself, investing in your business, and for travel entrepreneurs, uh, just to learn from others and the investments they've made. So Mark, what is the biggest, or excuse me, what is the best investment you've ever made in yourself? By far, hands down, no question, it's masterminds. Um, I'm I do multiple masterminds. I'm actually in four different masterminds on any given year. I, I can't, I can't explain in, in well enough the value that comes from being in masterminds. Not just from learning, but masterminds typically is where you can be around other like-minded, successful people. Some, hopefully, even more successful than you, and it, it grows your network. Uh, one of my core values is your network. Uh, your net worth depends on your network. So the more amazing people you can put into your network through relationships, building relationships, the more successful you'll be. And there's no better better way or better place to do that than masterminds. Real briefly, just touch, can you just touch on exactly what a mastermind is? I know we talk about it all the time, and but there might be someone out there who's never read Think and Grow Rich and doesn't know what a mastermind is. Absolutely. And and that's understandable because masterminds kind of like funnel. It's like, what exactly does that word mean? But um, no, a mastermind can either be completely virtual. Uh, I prefer, prefer more in-person and it can be a combo where you have a couple live events and then you, you have monthly kind of meetings. But it's essentially, it's a group of anywhere from three or four upwards of, I've been in some masterminds that have 100 to 150 people that meet together regular, regularly to help benefit the overall good of the group. So that means like if we're in a mastermind and you need something, you're struggling with something, or you're just looking for advice or information, 
I'm here to help you and then vice versa. So that's why I say there's just no better resource than being a part of a good mastermind with like-minded people uh, to build your business, build your success, and ultimately overall connection and happiness. I love it, man. I love it. We've been chatting with Dr. Mark Wade here on Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. You can learn everything you need to know about Dr. Mark at Hustle and Scale. Really appreciate you taking the time, Dr. Mark. Have a great one, bud. You too. Thank you so much, Aaron. If you create travel content, then you know how important it is to truly connect with your audience. And podcasting is simply a phenomenal way to create those intimate connections. Podcasting lets you use the power of your voice to share your message, change people's lives, all while expanding your influence and growing your business. My friend, podcasting is a huge part of my dream life, and I want to help make it part of yours too. So if you're ready to start using the power of your voice, take that first step by going to dramaticpodcasting.com. And there you're going to find everything you need to start your podcasting journey from how to create and launch your podcast to how to grow your audience and start making money. It's all there, my friend. It's at dramaticpodcasting.com.